Well, let's look at James 1, verse 22 this morning. James 1, verse 22. It says, But be doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man observing the natural, his natural face in a mirror, for he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed in what he does. Verse 22 says, Be doers of the word, not hearers only. Be doers and not hearers only. Verse 25 said, He who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, that one, or this one, will be blessed in what he does. Let's look at it in the Amplified. It says, but prove yourselves doers of the word actively and continually obeying God's precepts. And not merely listeners who hear the word but fail to internalize its meaning, deluding yourselves by unsound reasoning contrary to the truth. For if anyone only listens to the word without obeying it, he is like a man who looks very carefully at his natural face in a mirror for once he has looked at himself and gone away, he immediately forgets what he looks like. But he who looks carefully into the perfect law, the law of liberty, and faithfully abides by it, not having become a careless listener who forgets, but an active doer who obeys, he will be blessed and favored by God in what he does in his life of obedience." I talked to you about hearing versus doing. Hearing versus doing. Being a doer versus being a hearer. Because the Bible says a, a, the doer is going to be blessed, but the hearer, the hearer is deceiving himself. Because you're listening, you're hearing, but you're not actually doing it. Amen? We hear the word, but we don't actually do it. Let's look at, um, yeah, let's look at Luke 6, verse 49. Sorry, 46. Let's go to 46. It says, why do you call me Lord? This is Jesus. Lord, Lord, and, and not do the things which I say. Whoever comes to me and hears my sayings and does them, I will show you whom he is like. He is like a man building a house who dug deep and laid the foundation on the rock. And when the flood rose, the stream beat vehemently against the house and could not shake it, for it was founded on the rock. But he who heard and did nothing is like a man who built a house on the earth without a foundation against which the stream be it vehemently and immediately 
it fell, and the ruin, ruin of that house was great. Matthew 7, 24, account of the same happening, but different account, or the same, uh, what Jesus is saying here. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him to a wise man who built his house on the rock, and the rain descended, and the floods came, and the winds blew, and beat that, bleed on that house, and it did not fall, for it was founded on the rock. But everyone who hears these sayings of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built the house on built his house on the sand and the rain descended the floods came the winds blew and beat on that house and it fell and great was its fall so it's supposed to be a doer of the word not a hearer only the doer of the word is blessed the hearer is not going to be blessed in fact you're deceiving yourself here Jesus is, is giving a very clear illustration and he's saying the person that hears my word and he does it, then when the storms of life come, his house won't fall, his life won't fall apart. In other words, he's going to have what the word says he's going to have. But if, then it goes and, and gives, Jesus gives another illustration right parallel and if you go look at it, if you look, can you put it up real quick on, um, go to verse 24. Just look at the way the text looks. Therefore, whoever hears these sayings of mine, etc., and builds his house on the rock, go to the next one. And the rain descended, floods came, for it was founded on the rock. Go to the next one. But everyone, so this, go back two slides. Two slides quick. Okay. Whoever does these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken them who, to who he who is built on the rock. Go to the two slides ahead. Whoever hears these sayings of mine and does not do them, he will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. If you go back then and look at the, the ends of those two verses, it says the one that did it, this happened. It stood. The one who didn't fell. If you go look in text, just print it out like on my sheet, it's all the same. All the same stuff happened. They heard the word the same. All the same stuff happened to them. The difference is one did it, one did not did not, and then the results are different. But everything else is the same. Just If you look at the verse just in text, it's all the same. It's just one did it, this happened. One didn't, this happened. But it's not like something different happened to the different people. They're going through the same circumstances. We, we have storms come against us in life. We live in a fallen world. There is a devil. There are things that come against you. And what we do in those situations is going to determine what we have. It's going to turn. If we, we've heard, and we've, uh, most of us in here have heard, have heard the word. And one reoccurring, you know, I told you we just got back from camp meeting. Uh, one, I'd say an overarching theme is doing what we've heard there's different there was different ways of approaching that but we we all i want to challenge you this morning we all have heard 
a certain amount of word, a certain amount of the truth of the living God, but the, what is going to make the difference in our life is what we do with it. We could, we could hear things and, and know things, quote unquote, with our head, but if we're not doing it, we're deceiving ourselves because we believe we should get the results that the Word tells us when we're not actually doing it. And we're all, this is, all of us can be doing more of what we hear. None of us has arrived. <laughs> we're all growing. You know, we all can be just determined we're going to act on what the Word says. We're going to act on the truth of God's Word. We're not going to be hearers only. What's a hearer only? You hear it, but then, and, and you can get excited about it. You can talk about it to somebody else. You could tell them. You could tell them the living truth. You could tell them the Word of God. But when push comes to shove, we don't do it. Well, if we don't do it, we hurt it. And then we're acting just like people that haven't heard the word in that case. The difference is that you've heard it, but you don't do it. And if you don't do it and you act just like somebody that didn't hear it, you might as well have not heard it because the end's the same. But the thing is we heard it and we think, I should get a different result because I heard it. That would be like sitting in a classroom and hearing all the information, but not really doing the lab, doing the homework to really get it down. And then the test comes, and you think you should get an A just because you sat in the class. I'm not going to take the test. I've already heard it. I can't apply it. I can't do the problem you know, math, whatever. I, I don't actually know how to work the problem, but I heard them teach it. Yeah. It sounded good. Yeah. They gave me, I was just nodding my head like, yeah, yep, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yep. Yeah. Um, you got three equations and three, no, oh, yeah, that's what you do. And then you're faced with this problem. You're like, how do I even get to those equations? I have no clue, but I should get an A because I heard it. Yeah. And it sounded good when you said it. we do it in our life. I mean, let's just be honest. We all, if, if we're going to, if we're here, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that we all do that. We all fail. I'm saying when we're hearers only, that's what we do. Well, I heard somebody preach on that 30 years ago. <laughs> but if I'm not doing anything with it today, I, I, it, it's like I never heard it because I'm not doing it. And so we want to think, well, I go to that church. I've heard that. And so our neighbor who doesn't know Jesus, not know anything, they're not doing. But somehow, you be careful. See, this is where the deception is. We think we should get different results when we're doing the exact same thing they are. That's not the way it works. And see, that's called we're in pride. We're thinking we know something when we're not doing it, but because we went to church 30 years ago, we heard something where I, I know the word. This is what you should be doing. That's why you need to be, man, don't, don't tell other people what they should do in their life. Um, you got to be very careful with that. You, you, you can be like, well, you should do this. No, we got enough issue just making sure we're doing what we're supposed to do in our life. Well, if I were in your situation, I do. have you been in their situation? 
Because there's a whole lot of, of difference between hearing about a situation and being in the reality of the situation and applying what you have heard. So somebody's going through a challenge. They don't need, you know, the, the confession police and somebody, when I say that, you know, there's a lot of teaching. On, we ought to say the word of God. We ought to say what we should what we what uh, is right we 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 need to but if somebody is walking it through and they're not saying stuff the way they ought to be careful about correcting them that's not necessarily going to help you may know what ought to happen but it's a different thing to walk through it and see when we when we aren't when we're when we're just hearers and, and not doers you think, well, if I were in that situation, that situation, I've heard it, so I know all the answers to everything. That has, that, that's so far from reality in every other area, naturally. I mean, we could, we could go through how many different examples. You know, I played tennis. We just got done with Wimbledon several weeks ago. I played tennis, used to, used to watch Wimbledon. You know, back in the day, it was on HBO, and we were in summer, and we'd watch all these things, you know, Boris Becker and Yvonne Lendl back in that time, you know, when I was, because I was playing a lot, and, um, you know, I was okay. It wasn't great, but I played okay. Um, but just because I knew something then, and I had watched some tennis, does not mean I can go out and play with these guys or girls. We, all of us in here, I would say, would get destroyed. It doesn't matter. Well, I know how to play tennis. I and there's a whole lot of difference playing at. You know, every level has its nuances. You think you're good at this level, but to get to that next level, it's just gonna it's a game changer. You just they don't miss certain things. They put it exactly here. It's like that in every area. Well, you know, I took a business course, so I I know what I should do in this area. You know, with this, I do this. In that, I'm looking at some nationwide guy that's leading a business, and, well, he made a stupid decision. You have no idea what he was looking at. But I took one thing, so I know. That's deception. No, we just need to come back. And uh, this morning, I would say with what the word that you have heard that I've heard, where are we at with what we've heard and what we're doing with it? That's the challenge this morning as we're going through some of this. Because if we'll just do that, <laughs> well, now if we know what the results are supposed to be, we'll start getting those results. Because God is not in the future. God, God's truth is now. And it wasn't 30 years ago, and it's not 10 years from now. Whatever he has said in his word, it's vital and living, and it's for today. It's for right now. It's for us to apply today. There isn't, well, you know, I'm just kind of... Treading water right now, and next week I'll really get in there, and I'm going to... No, that's a deception. Today. Say, what can, we, what can we just adjust today? Might be something in our heart today. What can we say, you know what, I know I'm supposed to... I'm, I know. I know I'm supposed to be doing this if we look at it right now. The Holy Spirit can just bring things to your mind. I know I should be saying this, doing this, believing this, but you know, I, I basically just kind of quit on it for a while, waiting for what? What? Waiting for everything to fall apart before I start actually doing it? That's a bad time. You know, like somebody said, it's a really bad time to try to build a foundation in the middle of a storm. 
You don't get the structure solid when there's torrents of rain coming down and wind coming, you know, and, and everything's blowing. And well, I'm gonna I'm gonna build this foundation. That's not the time. I'm not God is merciful and he can see you through, but he God has given us the truth to do something about it. We can do something about it now. We can start acting differently now. We can change our our attitude and 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 come back to uh, the truth of God's word and change our approach today. Just a little adjustment. Well, I mean, what's the what's the alternative? It's religion. It's just not to. It's just to act like we're we're just playing a game. We're just. We're just acting like, well, you know, I mean, oh, that's the truth, but here I go with my normal life. I'll get to that someday. What are we doing? We're just, we're playing church. We're playing Christianity. We're not actually acting on it. I tell you what, when we get to where we realize God's truth for us now and things that we know that we've had, uh, we, we know some of that truth now that we could be acting different, life takes on a whole bit of perspective because right now you can change. It's not tomorrow. It's not like, well, I just can't. No, we can right now, today, change. And so it makes today vital in living. No, we, we need to act like the word of God is true and that we have the spirit of the living God on the inside of us and that is a reality and that will change everything. And that's one thing I want to emphasize. When we talk about doing the word, doing the truth, we need to understand or we need to act like we know what we've said we understood, that the Holy One, the greater one is actually indwelling us, has the answer to every problem. And if we'll look inside today, we can start changing our circumstances because we're yielding to Him. Don't act like He's not there. We have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of us right now, the greater one. 1 John 4, 4, uh, that's a, a few scriptures down, but 1 John 4, 4 says, You are of God, little children, and have overcome them because he who is in you is greater than he who is in the world. He who is in you. Everybody say, he's in me. If you're born again, if you're not born again, you walked in here, and you're not born again, we, you need to get born again. But if you're born again, I trust everybody is in and here, then you have the greater one, the Holy Spirit of God indwelling you now. Guys, that statement alone, it, the more we, when we comprehend it, the more we comprehend it, that, that changes everything. That is the truth. You can't just blow past that like, well, the Holy Spirit's in me. Okay, now, uh, but I got this and this. We can't just go past that truth and act and without acting on it. That's deception because that truth alone. See, we are new creatures in Christ Jesus. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, you have the spirit of the living God on the inside. Go just the, the scripture right above that. Second Corinthians 5:16 says, Therefore, from now on we regard no one according to the flesh. Even though we have known Christ according to the flesh, now yet now we know him thus no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. 
Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. We are a new creation. Our identity is in Christ Jesus, and we have the greater one on the inside of us. That's what we operate from. Yes. That truth. And if we just operate there, that we approach whatever situation from the, the perspective that God Almighty in the person of the Holy Spirit is dwelling in me now, now, and that I, through the Lord Jesus, through what He did, I am a new creation. That is my identity. That's where I operate from. So now I look at my situation from that angle, from that perspective, so then anything that comes up against me, I know I have the victory. We have the victory for any circumstances, circumstance in us right now. So we act on that truth. See, we can hear that. We can be like, yeah, man, that's awesome. We can jump and shout. We can get excited. And then we can go right back and go, yeah, but. That yeah, but is deception. Because the statement, the fact that the Holy Spirit is inside me, that changes everything. How I react to the situation, if we truly believe He is in me, then that, that means I have my answer in me. Now, if I don't do anything with it, I'm acting like the unbeliever. I'm acting like the Christian that doesn't know those truths. There are all kinds of Christians that don't know that. Going around with the power of God living on the inside of us, and then we don't do anything with it, well, that's being a hearer. Then we say, well, I just don't understand why it doesn't work. I don't. We're not looking at the right thing. We're not doing anything, and so that's how we get deceived. That's how we get discouraged. That's how we start just going into religion, because this is how we act. Ooh, we get excited about this, but it doesn't ha actually have any power when we go out there. It's just a little club. People don't care what we say about some truth if it doesn't work. Right. If it's not evident, it's just, your nut, it's just your little club and what your little belief system is. That's all it is. You know, it's like a product that's advertised, but it doesn't actually do anything. Who wants that? We don't want that. We, so we got to look to us inside. What, what are we doing in our lives to come up to, to actually act on what he said for us? That's the answer. Because we've already been given the, the spirit of God. We've already been given the answer to everything through what Jesus did. And the power of the Holy Spirit is here in us to enforce it. 2 Peter 1 verse 2 says, Grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord, as His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. Everybody say all things. His, so verse 3 says, As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness. He's given them, has given them, has given them. That's past tense. He's given them to us. So if we have them, if we have them, but we don't actually do anything with them, it's like we don't have them. But we have them. But if we're told we have them, if the Word says we have them and we hear it, but then we don't act like it's true, 
then we don't have the result. We're like the dude that heard the word, didn't do it. He's on a foundation of sand. There's no real foundation there. But if we know we have it, and by faith we say, that's mine, I'm going to act like it. I'm going to start doing what I've heard. Yeah. Now. Yeah. And it get, you get pushed because circumstances come up, and then you're like, uh, and you, you want to let go of it. But by faith, we take hold of what he has said. It's verse 3 says, As his divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of him who called us by glory and virtue, verse 4, by which have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through these you may be partakers of the divine nature. That through these promises you may be partakers of the divine nature. That through the promises, and then what? Acting on what those promises are. Acting on the word. Acting on what he said. That you may be partakers. Notice it doesn't say that acting, that you just hear the promises. It says that by these promises. Well, you have to, you have to receive them. You have to act. Everything in the word of God to, to come to the Lord Jesus, to come to Him uh, and receive what He's done, it has to be by faith. You have to receive that. You don't get into the family of God just by hearing it. You get in the family of God by acting on that hearing and believing God and doing it. Well, it's the same way with every promise, every truth in the Word of God. And so we have it. We have what we need. When we've heard the truth, we have it. It's just a matter of doing what we've heard so many times. You can learn. You can have more knowledge. But we need to apply what we've heard. We need to act like the word of God is true. We have the means of, for victory for any circumstance on the inside of us right now. That means we have healing on the inside of us right now. Physical healing. We have provision on the inside of us. We have victory over any addiction on the inside of us now. We have the love of God and forgiveness on the inside of us now. We have wisdom for any situation on the inside of us now. So we act like it's true. We act like it's real, like we have the answer instead of trying to get the answer. So that's a, we shift from trying to grasp out there to get something to, I already have it, so I'm going to believe it. I'm going to act like it. I'm going to take it. God is current. God is now. His truth is now. So we have to ask ourselves the question, what are, what are we waiting for? In certain areas, what? yes, there is timing to some things that God has timing for you to step into certain things at certain point. That's not the truth. He's, those, that does not apply to the things he's already given. 
Okay, so like in other words, uh, you know, a, a six-year-old may show potential and may have a uh, have uh, a destiny of stepping into certain things when he's thirty, but he can't step into them at six. He has a potential and he's growing, but there's a plan and there's a purpose and there's time. But you don't apply that to if the six-year-old needs healing in his body. You don't say, well, God's timing just isn't now. No, the promises are now. You take them now. God is not holding out on what he's already given us. He's already given it to us. It's up to us to do something with it. God is not going to force you to take what he's already given to you. He's already given it to you. What's he going to do? You have it. We have it. So we have to act on it. Thank you, Lord. So we're going to act on what he said. Not being hearers only, but being doers. Read one more in James 4, verse 6. James 4, 6, it says, he gives more grace. Therefore, he says, God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. What if we say, well, no, there's no, it's, I'm doing everything. It's, it's God. We, I, I couldn't miss it. I, I, I'm, I'm doing the word. See, when, when we're hearers only, we deceive ourselves into thinking we're doing it. And now if you think you're doing it, then the only person left to blame is God. And God's not wrong. Is there any possible way that we could be wrong? We could be wrong. So that's not an attitude to come to God with. We come to God saying, Lord, I believe you. I trust you. And so whatever you show me, you, you quicken to me, I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to change. I'm going to come up. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord.